Welcome to the New Missions Podcast, helping you live life on mission. On this episode, I sit down with speaker and illusionist and comedian Scott Humston. He travels the country speaking at churches, hosting comedy events, and encouraging families to live life together on mission right where they are and wherever they go. So let's enjoy this conversation with Scott Humston. Well, it's great to be here today with Scott Humston. We're recording live here in Mount Dora, Florida. How are you today? I'm great. I'm great. It's uh, good to be home. Excellent. And, you know, this has been an interesting season for you. We met back at a comedy concert here in Central Florida, but this is home for you. But normally you're traveling a ton. But I think it's really been great. In the last several months, you've been sharing with me some updates of what's been happening. So I kind of want to like, let's jump into the deep end of where are things today for you, Scott, and uh, what's been happening in your world. Yeah, so um, I have traveled extensively for 25 years. And in uh, March this year, about March 15th, that stopped. It came to a sudden halt. It sure did. Um, I had gotten back from Pennsylvania and uh, obviously, we'd heard the stirrings of Corona, you know, around the world. And right. actually, I had been in the UK in February and on a crowded subway there, and thought, "Well, I'm going to get something." I probably would have got it on that subway. <laughs> Came back to Florida um, from Pennsylvania, and all of a sudden, my April dates started canceling. My May dates then canceled, and then I told my wife, "If this goes into the summer, we're going to be in trouble." <laughs> um, and it did, of course. Uh, all my summer tours, everything dropped. I mean, I went from a pretty full schedule to a completely empty schedule. Yeah. But and I'm not saying this just to sound good, but that phrase "God is good," right? I'm usually kind of late setting my goals for the year, so it was mid-January, and I was looking and kind of reviewing and praying, going through a goal program that I do. And I really felt like God was leading me to reach 100,000 people this year. That's not a huge stretch for me. Now, that's right. that would be live and on in di- on digital media. So normally, I'll hit 80,000 live, okay? Right. Uh, so 100,000 wasn't a big stretch, but I thought that would be a good number. And but that's what I put out there. It's 100,000 live and again. And how many days? I mean, you were traveling extensively doing, you know, Live performances, comedy, illusions, you know, right. speaking. Yes. I know we did, you know, 200 plus programs a year. Wow. It's a lot. And you've been at it for 25 years. Wherever you go, that's been your mission field. And you've been sharing not only the gospel, but also some great, clean Christian entertainment. So you set this goal. Right, right. Obviously, the new year flips into a somewhat of a, ta- a tailspin, tailspin of, of, right? of cancellations for you. Yeah, how well, did the goal turn out? A part of my ministry is called Faith Kids. We have a thing called the Faith Kids Project, and we have a director of that. His name is Steve Pennington. He's a pastor, children's pastor in Nashville, mentor of mine. And anyhow, he said, hey, why don't we create a virtual Bible spectacular, a VBS, but uh, for churches, because VBS is canceled, right? I mean, everybody canceled their VBS. Right, right. So we sat on it for a couple of weeks, prayed about it, thought about it, and we said, if we're going to do it, we got to jump in. And Steve and I have no problem thinking big. So we jumped into this thing, and it just took off. Long story short, here we are at the end of the summer, and we're still going on with the WOW of VBS, we called it. 67 countries have been represented. Literally WOW. We were going to wrap it up at the end of August, and we got some emails from New Zealand, and they're like, we're under extended lockdown, and we'd like to continue this. Can we use this and share it with our churches? So we're going to continue it at least through October so that other countries that are still dealing with this pandemic can use WOW VBS. I tell you, I mean, just get pictures from Africa and see these little kids in Africa, and somebody spray paints WOW on a black tarp and sticks it under a cover, and they're watching a video that 
was created in Steve's mind and my direction as far as marketing and promotion and content. We reached out to friends and we had great input from talented kids, people from all over the world, actually. I've been appreciative of it too, because we had church partners at New Missions that engaged. Uh, you helped feature the I Am Hope Club, which yep. serves our children under five during the WOW VBS. But let me ask this question for you. You had this goal, but you said God is good earlier, but then he obviously showed you a, a big surprise. Yeah. I guess the amazing surprise is that I've surpassed that 100,000. <laughs> I'm sure you, you know, have. Just by this product. Listen, when we had five Arab countries represented, mm. do you think I would have been invited to an Arab country right. to do an event? No, yeah. probably not. So when you thought about what you were doing in the kids ministry area, our mission is to change the life of a child. And it's important to start with that younger generation to help them raise up with Christian biblical values. You know, for you personally, what was the driving force? Like what got you to that point of saying, I want to help kids? Well, when I started as a kid myself, I didn't perform for kids because I was a kid. And so I performed for adults after dinner parties, conferences, a church, Sunday morning church events, that kind of thing. And when I got to college, I realized there was more of a market, quote unquote, for me with kids. And I met, again, Steve Pennington, who had this program called Pro Kids. Uh, I found that it was a much more creative outlet. The content was not just magic tricks, but it was music and comedy and this variety of stuff that I really liked. And so kids allow me to really be more creative than adults. I think I was intimidated as a high schooler and junior high schooler performing for just adults, right? Because I was a kid myself. But as I got older, I could be more free and, and you know, be goofy and fun. And, and kids are not little humans waiting to become full. Yeah, and, They're would, powerful right where they are. Sure. I was uh, actually having lunch just recently with a, a, a guy that I mentor, and he and his wife just had a, a young child, you know, the newborn. And I looked at the baby boy, and I said, Judah, you have not been taught any of the deficiencies yet that society wants to teach you. You know, you have this free grease board, this blank, right? Yeah. God's going to help grow this child now, right? I mean, isn't that a powerful way to look at it? Like these kids that you get in front of, you can help shape their future with biblical values and also unleash their creativity. Yeah, no, absolutely. And laughter and joy. And honestly, the secret is this, that the kids have been the catalyst for all of these years for me to get to the parents. Because hmm. we would do a kids event in a school and then invite parents back for family night. And if you invite parents, hey, you want to come see this show? The guy's really funny and he uses music and magic and puppets. And they're going to go, eh, I don't think so. But if I use their kids as the catalyst to draw them in, they have to be there because their kids are begging them. And then the mom and dad leave going, this was the best thing I've ever seen. That's powerful. We've seen that in Haiti too, where reaching the child and, and changing the life of a child, the parent is then open to the gospel and will literally come to church with the kid. You know, the kid's showing up at church on Sunday. Um, let me ask this in this season, you definitely have had, I would think, a point where maybe thoughts of sadness, depression, oh my gosh, am I encouraged enough to get through this? You know, what helped you at some of the low points? That's a great question. Definitely thoughts of discouragement. Okay, what do I do now? Honestly, you know, my creativity that I've been blessed with as far as thinking and doing. Because you're an optimistic person to begin with. You wake up pretty positive. Yeah, that's that is true. And, and I've thought about that, you know, how much of that is ingrained in me uh, when I was a, uh, a kid in high school and college, I discovered a, a company out of Chicago called Nightingale Conant. And it was the largest producer of motivational tapes. There were CDs at that point. And I realized in the National Public Library that I could check these out for a quarter, 25 cents. And these aren't just one tapes. These were, 
you know, seven tapes or six tapes in a series. And if you bought them, they were 60 or 70 bucks, you know, from Nightingale Coda, maybe $100. Uh, like Earl Nightingale's The Strangest Secret was one of them. And a guy named Brian Tracy, you're probably familiar with. Man, I absorbed all of that at a pretty young age. And I look back at that and think, you know, that's probably very helpful. Not to mention when I was 16, my dad had a copy of Zig Ziglar's See You at the Top. And I would not have thought of my dad as an overtly positive person. He wasn't negative, but he, he wasn't uh, a rah-rah kind of a guy. He was a pastor and very calm. And so I read that book in high school, still have the same copy. And I think that set the foundation for me. Um, and even beyond, before that, I'm going in reverse order, but uh, my mom really instilled in me Matthew 6.33, to seek his kingdom first and his righteousness, then all of these things will be added unto us. So I think if you work backwards, that instilling that scripture early on going, you know, I'm going to continue to seek his will for my life, uh, no matter what that looks like, no matter what I'm doing in my life at this moment. Speaking of your dad, recently he passed away. He did. And I've lost my father. And I reflect often about my dad. Actually, I have a photograph of my father in my office. I keep a pair of his shoes in my closet at home. Most people don't know that. But this is an interesting season for you with that. What was it about your dad that you think of now matters to you, but also taught you something, you know, that you would want to pass on to your kids? A uh, great question. By the way, I had another friend who lost his father not long ago. And after my father died, he said, he said, well, welcome to the club. It's not a fun club, but there's lots of guys in the club. Well, it pushes us, you know, and I, I want to hear your answer, but it does push us to ask that question, you know, cause you're a dad, yeah. you know, I'm a dad. And so now all of a sudden you go, Whoa, what am I doing for my kids yeah. to pass on something to them? My dad was a great guy. I just cleaned out his closet literally a couple of days ago, okay? And then went to his study and shipped back a box of all his sermon notes, a box full of all these sermon notes that he had. And I love my dad very much, but I also realized I didn't know him well. What can I learn from that, good and bad? Well, I learned I didn't know him deeply enough. Uh, and you think about it, okay, I'm in my late 40s at this point in my life. I only lived with him for, I moved when I was 17 to go to college. That's not a whole long time in the big scheme of things. Uh, so I wish I had spent more time getting to know him. But part of that was just his personality. And I don't blame myself for that. I just have to look at it and go, that's, that's just the way he was. He was a very private person, even around his family. Not a bad thing. Again, just how can I how can I make sure that my kids know me deeper? So then what do you think that's going to do for you now in regards to reaching that deeper level of connection with your kids? Because I'm fascinated by that response because... I think for me, my weakness is pace. I tend to just be flying constantly and you know doing things where I'm not giving the quality time you right. know, to the closest people in my life. For me, it will help me be intentional about what I do, intentional about sharing what I think, when I change my mind about something, letting them know that, being intentional about being a dad. That's good. I want to just shift gears now to kind of what's next for Scott. I'm really encouraged to see not only your mindset and your heart on, you know, when times are discouraged, you seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and he's going to work things out, and, and he has. You know, you have opportunities. You're serving super strong in your local church here in Mount Dora. Um, obviously, your ministry to kids around the country and the world is expanding in different ways. You know, how can we be praying for you? Because I am encouraged by your walk and your faith that you're living out your mission field right where you are. I mean, here we right. are in, in your home city and you're, you're living it out, but also wherever you go. And, and that may be both, yes, you're on the flight or B 
you're on the the digital distribution of some you know right video or content around the world and so you're that is your mission field you get out there you reach there but what's next for you and how can we be praying for you well, I continue to pray for God's guidance. So at least for the next couple of years, foreseeable future, uh, I'm on staff at our local church here, First Baptist Mount Dora, as family pastor. That was, a, again, a God thing. They uh, asked me to come along and help them with some media. When all this started getting out of control, they had to pivot, uh, as a lot of churches did, and they weren't ready to do that. I have discovered that I have a wide, vast knowledge of lots of things. Some of those things go deep, but definitely wider than deeper in a lot of issues, and so or a lot of skill sets. So I was able to help them, and being that I've had a passion uh, for kids and families for a long time, yeah. that, uh, so I was able to come alongside them and do that. I'll continue to do my work, obviously more limited now, but that's just the time we're in anyway. Kind of like parting question, you know, personally is when I think about Scott Humston, I think you know you're definitely a creative person, but how could you encourage us with? that perspective you know god created and if we're made in the image of god you know how do some of us maybe hold back our own creativity what do we need to really kind of step into the next day with a mindset to say hmm, how am i maybe not living out my god-given potential how would you encourage us I would just say, be careful that you're not listening to the voice of the enemy that tries to push you down, push ideas down, thoughts down. I mean, if, if you have an idea or a thought, a positive, good thought that could help somebody change the world, impact your neighborhood, impact just your street, impact your family, if that's a positive, good thought, all good things come from God. And uh, so I think it's important not to ignore that and to uh, lean into that and go, okay, well, maybe I should do this. You think, well, that's a silly idea or it's, I can't do it. No, you were given that idea because you were given that idea, and you might be the only person that can make that happen, especially when it comes to your family, your neighborhood, or your community. You push forward and let God figure out the details. Scott, I really appreciate your encouragement to us today, and thanks for living life on mission You know, right where you are and wherever you go. Appreciate it. Sure. I'm going to do one more thing. I just want to recommend a book to everybody, and he's not a close friend, but an acquaintance that helped us with the summer WOW VBS. His name is Brad Montague, and Brad lives in Henderson, Tennessee, uh, and has a great book called Becoming Better Grownups. Oh, cool. Uh, I would encourage you, uh, Brad is a believer, uh, although it's not a Christian quote-unquote book, I think you'll see Christ in the book and throughout the book. Man, if you want to become a better grown-up, I would start with Brad's book. And then how can we follow you? Where are you at on the web or social media? Scott Humston, that's H-U-M-S. T-O-N, scotthumston.com, and of course, Facebook, scotthumston.com on Facebook as well. You can search that out and find me there. Awesome. Thanks for your time today. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Tim. Thanks for listening to this episode of the New Missions Podcast. We hope you're living life on mission right where you are and wherever you go. Currently, we're still accepting shoebox gifts for children, but if you don't have time to pack one, you can simply visit newmissions.org forward slash gift to order a shoebox. That's newmissions.org forward slash gift to order a shoebox. Thanks again for listening, and we look forward to being with you on our next episode.